0: black people don't read. People.
1: Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories.
0: The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome back to Inspired Reads with Inspired Entertainment. I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-host Shamaki and a special guest today, Mohamed, Mohamed Chowder from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Who's currently in India? Uh, yo, wanna, what's up, everybody? Do you want to give a little background on why your name's Chowder? I'm not. <laughs> yo,
2: before before we get to that, I got a question because I I know people love asking me why my name is Chowder. Yeah. So I'm gonna shoot first, actually. Yep. Um, your co-host Sharks, why is what's up with London folk putting an S behind every nickname? Like I'm, I'm on Twitter, I see people from London, they put an S. After every nickname, yeah. and it's like it's really confusing to me. Are you guys like? Do you guys like pluralism? <laughs> is this? Is this? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Somebody well, gotta explain it to me.
1: No, uh, I mean, firstly, my one isn't an S. My one's a Z. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, i mean, so therefore, I'm already ahead of the curb. Secondly. Oh wow. <laughs> secondly, um, I can't really speak for everyone else, but I feel like in in London. Actually, I, I, I don't even, I'm not even gonna get into. It. I don't really know why everyone else has got an S. Um, I feel like it's just the thing. But uh, with my one, it originally wasn't even meant to be sharks. It was just like I remember back in the day when I was coming up with like a nickname for myself. Yeah, because I did that.
0: Yeah, I got a lot <laughs> of
2: homies. I got a lot of homies that. You know, they got the nickname Sharmaki, or they got the name Sharmaki, uh, but the nickname is, like, Shark.
1: No, no, of course. I was going to say, if the nickname is Sharmaki, then boy... <laughs> <laughs> What's the actual are. <laughs> <name? laughs> <laughs> They're doing it to the people. They're causing the people... The real
2: problem. name is Sharmakovich, or some shit like that. Uh, uh, I they got I some Sri Lankan names. Yeah, whenever it's, it's yeah. A it says Sharmaki,
1: always goes <laughs> to, like, Shax or Sharky, or, yeah. like, it just always gets switched around, you know what I mean? People do it for themselves, but... I remember. Yeah. I, I do like I think.
2: I think it's more. I think it's more uh, manly if you're sharks with a Z. It's like it's a little scary. You <laughs> Absolutely. Know? It's like, sharks, yeah. you know. It's different. You're at the yeah. beach. You're enjoying your time, and it's like sharks. You yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> with sharks with the S. It means there's a whole other people that are exactly <laughs> like you. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a whole market.
2: It's an undiscovered market of nicknames with a Z at the end. You know. Yeah, exactly. People's doing the S.
1: You got to do the Z. Exactly. Come on, who else is I doing like this? I like that. I like that
2: yo so my nickname chatter ah, it came yeah. from um uh, I go, I go. it really just
1: came from Duxi. yeah Duxi. everything comes yeah. from Duxi.
2: yeah <laughs> so um we basically the way our Duxi was set up we, we were in this class called Tahfid, which is like intensive quran like you got to memorize the quran you know what i mean it was like the the top the top dogs of the Duxi, and some of these guys are just <laughs> funny dudes so we'd get in circles sometimes and we just clown, you know what I mean? We just, we just laugh, uh, laugh at each other. We roast each other. Most of the time it was us roasting each other. It was me and some other guy always going at it. I was like the champion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I've always been doing big things my life, you know? So <laughs> comedy is, one of the things that's like my hidden talents.
0: <laughs> I, I just Googled up Chowder now. What is it? Oh, yeah. is, that, is that adventure? So I was wearing a,
2: I was wearing a purple chemise, and I was ashy that day. So I was a little gray. <laughs> so I looked like this character, Chowder from a show called Chowder on Cartoon Network. Uh, The guy, he wears purple and he's gray. So it kind of matched up. I didn't mind the nickname because not a lot of people, number one, knew who Chowder was. Number two, most people associated with the food. Mm. And you know, so they're like, Oh, you, you must really like, you know, Clam Chowder or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then also, it was better than most of the other nicknames that some of the other guys around me had. There was there was some pretty bad nicknames. I can't say them on here, <laughs> but cause some them. of the guys are out there. They might get, it if, if they listen to the <laughs> podcast, might get offended. But <laughs> there was some, pre- there was horrible nicknames out there
0: mm.
2: that Chowder was a very good alternative. So I was like, You know what? Why don't I just stick with it?
0: So in the poetry scene, how, how do they announce you? Is it chowder? Oh.
2: <laughs> um, believe it or not, they always ask me. Um, I'm actually kind of tired of people asking me, so I might drop chowder. I don't know. It, it, it sounds really fun, though. Usually when they go on stage, they say Mohamed Chowder, mm. um, but I, it's, it's one or the other for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's either Muhammad or chowder, yep. but I, I really have no preference between the two. If Most mm. of my friends, people I'm comfortable with call me chowder. People that that know my government, I don't really like my government being out there like that. You, you know mm. what I'm saying? I, I like to move in silence in these streets. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, face,
0: no case, Mohammed.
2: No. no face, no case. You know what I mean? Uh, Mohammed, this is absolutely fine.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a billion of us. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> they don't know who did it. They don't know who did it. <laughs> Mohammed, uh, who that? I don't know. Oh
0: <laughs> uh, man, but yeah. Um, speaking of poetry, do you want to give a little bit of background about yourself? Talk about your accolades. <laughs>
2: my accolades, my accolades. I'm a one-time, your hit, your one-time <laughs> AAIC poetry slam champion. Okay. Um. Uh, I came close in other 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 slams, uh. But you know they was hating on the kid. They don't. They don't really appreciate my art. But it's cool, cause I'm still up. Uh. I got a couple a couple hundred thousand views on Twitter. I, I put a lot of my stuff on Twitter. Um. Because I'm big on Twitter. Mm. Um. Right, mate. any given night if you're scrolling <laughs> down your any any given night if you're scrolling down your TL you might just you might just peep me uh tweeting some some reckless stuff but that's that's where I'm that's where I'm major on um but yeah my accolades are just I don't really got no accolades it's just I, I just like to spit man I just I'm like joking man
0: I just wanted to put you on the spot yeah. accolades accolades is a tough <laughs> word to deal with <laughs> you know what when, nah, when I, people I, ask me what I I you do sense sense ask, yeah when people ask me what you do I'm gonna start asking them about the accolades as well I'm Asked them about oh, yeah. the, the, the badges on their belt and stuff. I'm going to hit them up with that weird stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a Boy Scout with
2: 17 pouches. Uh, pouches, yeah. What kind of badges are <laughs> <of> those? <them.
0: laughs> yeah, we don't have none of that stuff in the UK, no. do we? I'm a Boy oh, you guys yeah. don't have Boy Scouts in the UK? No, nah, nah, we I do don't. have Boy Scouts. Really? Oh, that's yeah. good. Out that's good. Out there? Yeah, out there. No, no, I don't know. I mean, you know, them walking around selling cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Girl nah, Scouts. Boy do Scouts don't no sell cookies. Boy movies. Scouts help
2: old ladies walk the across the street that's there that's was, what boy scouts are for Those was a boy that yeah, was in a the boy UK, scout thing in, in girl Frank scouts Florida. sell cookies you know mm-hmm. girl scout cookies come and get you you never heard you never seen a vine yeah oh
0: yeah, pop, yeah
2: popular yeah. vine
0: <clears throat> but yeah in terms yeah. of poetry how, like how did you get into it and um do you consider yourself a poet yeah i don't, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i, I want to see how I people know, feel about that
2: the thing is the thing is uh we're gonna get off get off topic a lot in this in this because I have a very messy brain. That's the podcast. So I of tend to connect man. one thing to the next one to the next one to the next. So that's why I would probably go over. Don't worry, bro. Any time limit that you might be thinking, but do I consider myself a poet? No, I don't consider myself a poet because I feel like that's. Um, I just consider myself an artist, man. I feel like it's a little too limiting to just consider yourself one thing, because then nah. people just know you as the guy who does that one thing.
0: But everyone that I've asked that does poetry has said that. With, yeah, so that, was, that, was my, that was my corny, <laughs> cliche answer.
2: But yeah. I was getting to that, to that part. Um, I don't mind people calling me, I don't, know my, I don't mind people calling me a poet, man. I, I got the bars, you know what I mean? I got, I got the bars to prove it.
0: And like, how would you say you got into it? Like, w- was it the usual classic cliche? Uh, uh, I, stopped, I stopped listening to music and then uh, I, I got into poetry. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: I wish it was that. But it's not. Um, When I was a kid, first of all, I came to America when I was nine years old. I didn't know a single word of the English language, you know what I mean? Um, From where? Your boy, uh, from from Somalia. I used to live in a refugee camp in Kenya. Okay, Uh, okay. Not from Somalia, it's from Kenya, but used to live in a refugee camp, then went to Nairobi, then lived in Nairobi for a minute. Then I went to uh, uh, America, you know, took a little
0: flight. This is interesting because uh, we, we well, your current location and how you get, got there is, is going to be all, the whole part of the story. But yeah, go <laughs> Yeah. Go back connecting
2: to, connecting all of the puzzle pieces to yeah. how I'm in India right now. Skyping, <laughs> Skyping you guys is, is going to be one hell of a story. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so came to America when I was nine, learned the English language at about three months four months i started i was actually speaking fluent i was using slang all this weird stuff then yeah exactly i I was pretty much exempt from uh esl english as a second language by my by my like year in america like the sec like i came in third grade so fourth grade i wasn't going to esl anymore and then so i couldn't Anytime I got in trouble, I couldn't use the excuse. I don't know English They're They're plotting on me. Uh, that was my first excuse <laughs> for for the majority of my troublemaking. I was very trouble trouble. I was a very troubling kid, you know,
0: I when like, I was younger. I feel like the majority of people that consider themselves artists oh, or so creatives usually have that, that background. I think everyone. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I never listen. I never listen.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I remember, I remember one of my favorite excuses, though, when I didn't know, when I, when I quote unquote, didn't know English air quotes mm. was.
0: So that's nice excuse. That
2: they're they're plotting on me. I don't know English. They're plotting on me, and my mom would be like, "Yeah, you, <laughs> you late said that English. What are you talking about?" I don't know English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, I don't know English. What does that have to do with the traffic? I, I don't know. I just like I said, I don't know English.
0: will make it work. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I started writing uh, around seventh grade uh seventh grade me and the, me and my homeboys would freestyle together and you know what i mean it was it was our thing and then i actually started putting pen to paper and then i kind of didn't tell anybody up until 2015. so my first was for perform- my first you actual that, performance on a stage
0: you said that like you every time you put a, a pen to paper you're attacking someone <laughs> you, oh you, yeah exactly like, he said yeah, that I, got, when I, got, I first did it to someone i was like whoa it, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he a from day one. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was, I was putting pen to paper, man. I was, I was angry. I was angry, writing angry, angry, angry poems when I was young. When I was, uh, I remember, I remember one of my freestyles that I wrote down. My mom saw when I was a kid. Rose. She was like, "What the hell is going on? What is this?" <laughs> I was like. One of my friends wrote that. You know, I was, I was trying to keep it for him. Um, he didn't have a backpack. You
0: should have said, said, like, said, I don't know English. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would be a very good excuse. Because some of the words in there were, were not words worth repeating. So I, if I said I didn't know English, you'd probably be like, okay, you definitely didn't write this. Who wrote this? Um. <laughs> but I was way past that excuse. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Um, she discovered one of my writings And it was like Yo What are you doing? And I was like um, You know It was not me it's, it's one of my friends I still got a beating mm. But it was It was It was
1: kind of worth it It wasn't yeah, enough the, the, yeah.
2: beatings, the beatings Either came before Or after the trouble So sometimes She'd have a little intuition That I did some shit today oh, So she oh, <laughs> She'd whoop me whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> The pre-beating <laughs> She'd whoop me And then be like Did you do something? And I'd be like Yeah You're right <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> That's next level
0: interrogation. <laughs> that is next nah, level interrogation that, right there. Nah, i was just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. That, that <laughs> the intuitive <happens>. beat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: mm-hmm. man. <laughs> that, be,
2: that might be something I might do with my kid. Just because yeah. I, I, I know how much I tested my mom, I'm going to be tested the same way. Oh, boy. So I might just I might just When's, you know smack one of my kids like, yeah, hey, you did something today. I know it. I can smell it.
0: When is the cycle going <laughs> to <What>? end?
1: <laughs> what, if, what if that kid's like giving <laughs> out charity? I don't know when the cycle's going to end. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Probably I'm gonna, gonna end, probably gonna end if fight, you
0: know. <laughs> you sound well, very morbid, then.
2: <laughs> yeah, if if I if I don't have kids, that's probably the only way the cycle is gonna end. Mm. But <laughs> but, inshallah. Um, but yeah, I've been writing for a minute, man. My first performance is actually kind of amazing because, 2015 was when I first went on an actual stage and performed. Yeah. There was this place called Riders Block mm-hmm. in. Okay. Um, in uh Columbus Columbus and the cafe was called Cafe Kerouac. I remember exactly where it's on right now. Like it's engraved in the bottom of my heart in the back of my head. I know it like the back of my hand. Mm. Ooh. Freestyle. Um Does anyway. anyone know
0: does anyone <laughs> know the back of their hand very good? I don't I just do see I just see veins the, the, and skin.
2: But- you you see the i i, I memorized the back what? of my hand there's there's a little bite mark that my cousin bit me on like do you ever um, think about that like a, you're yeah. just
0: randomly in the in the shower and you think how does the back of my hand look i it's don't like think that. about it in the I shower I I, I I don't it, even think embarrassingly I enough me. i think about it when i'm exactly. walking you put, when look, i'm sitting if you if you go i don't uh, have shower thoughts if you go of them t- uh, the police interrogation things where they put five guys up um, and you have to <laughs> pick who it is if they put five hands up and they said which one's your hand I <laughs>
2: I wouldn't recognize oh, it. I'd know. <laughs> I'd know.
0: Oh, there's no way. <laughs> I uh, don't believe I'd, it, man. I'd, I'd know. Oh, 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 you write your poems on your hands, or something?
2: <laughs> really? When
0: I was performing, yeah,
2: I I wrote I wrote it on my hands, and it was it was kind of weird, you know, because I was I was grabbing the mic and I was sweating in it. Mm. Like my hand just became the poem all black was, ink. I thought I you my way through those spots. I thought I could <laughs> sneak my way through it <laughs> yeah. by like looking at my head while I do my little gestures, but. It didn't work out the way I expected it to because mm. they had me holding the mic. I thought I was gonna be on a podium or, a mm. stand, but. So you... yeah, my first performance, you know, it was it was amazing. Crowd showed love. It was a room full of white people, mm. um, and I had a poem about being black, and it was amazing because there was a lot of white guilt in the room. Um, <laughs> That's always good. You know, yeah, it's always good to, to see to see white people go. Oh shit, yeah, you're dang. I, I'm sorry. I um, make them up, Make them tense up. Huh? Back in the day. <laughs> yeah uh it's it's a to you know, in, that, you know what i'm saying to indirectly apologize for stuff that they didn't even do but, <laughs> but, but, but
0: some of them some of them clenching their fists like that that author meme
2: <laughs> yeah like that arthur meme like oh how dare he come in this room full of
0: white people and
2: say this <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <man. laughs> but yeah so
2: but yeah surprisingly enough they showed they showed love and ever since then i've just been performing with bigger 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 crowds that was a very small intimate room I was very, very nervous, but Mm. now I've noticed the bigger the crowd, the less nervous I am, the smaller the crowd, the more nervous I get. So
0: is that because you think you can pick out faces and stuff?
2: I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. I I have no clue what it is, but the smaller the crowd, the more nervous I get. And the more nervous I get, the more prone to messing up I become. If Mm. I, if I'm doing it off, if I'm doing it off the phone, if I'm memorized, I'm confident. I know, I know everything I'm saying, Mm. but if, and that's one thing is I always always try to memorize my poems, yeah, so that way it's easier for me to um you know to to wing it because if I'm looking at a phone, I can't really look at it and go, okay, I'm switching i'm I'm, I'm skipping this part, or you know what I mean mm. yeah
0: so yeah, what about your style of poetry, like what would you say your style of poetry is like, or where do you think you get your influences from, and yeah, things like that
2: um as a kid, I used to listen to a lot of Buna Muhammad. oh, yeah. So, if you listen to some of my stuff, you might see a little similarity here and there between me and him. Mm. But the majority of my stuff, it's I, I inspired myself. Okay. And and I'll say I'll say that confidently because I I think a lot of my process, my writing process, is very unique. But um, a lot of my performances are very much me. Like the way I write or the what I write is is usually like things i i've discovered around, about myself and things that i've been trying to work on for a while
1: the experiences but
2: um ever since yeah ever since i started performing most of my pieces have become performance b- based okay. pieces like performance pieces where i i write it so that i can go in front of a st- on top of a stage and in front of people yeah but i used to write in in a book like you know what i mean the corny like starbucks barnes and noble type I don't know if you guys have barnes and noble in london no, but it's West like a bookstore
1: August.
2: yeah but like you know the bookstore library type like you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. poetry that's what i used to write but now i, I write more performance like hip-hop sounding more rhythmic stuff mm. but yeah
0: so in terms of poetry you got uh, one of your pieces that, that got quite a few views on twitter and uh yeah um albert avenue you wanna go through a little bit of that clip and talk about like behind the scenes like how that came about And what it means to you.
2: Yeah. um, Yeah, go ahead and play the clip. My dad, he would say, if you were told happiness around the corner, wealth is down the street, would you then compete for something that ain't even guaranteed? Would you run a thousand miles and for every mile a diamond beat a milestone? Or work so hard your greatest fear is that you'll die alone as you stand in this intersection of misconception and corruption. Corporations feed you lies for your innocent consumption, tell you you gon' make it to the top as long as you keep working. I said if you were told happiness around the corner, wealth is down the street, would you then compete for something that ain't even complete? Barely even started, all your senses deceit, all your senses depleted, all you're left with is promises, pens, pads, and prophecies that never cease to stop your need for greed. And indeed, you probably hope to be accepted by aristocracies. But money, money is funny. Money will turn friends to competitors Your partners to predators The root of all evil Corrupting with every touch Keeps the greed strung in people Like a tree that won't budge Hostile How it turns the hospitable To criminal And the kind hearted To black hearted And turns the average man To come up with a tangible plan A million dollar scheme Worth a billion dollar dream Money is a drug And we're all fiends
0: Damn. So Mm-mm-mm. So do you wanna talk about each verse step, like the part where you said about your father? I'll edit, it, I'll edit, it in properly though. But yeah, you wanna just break it down? Up um, to you.
2: I I can't really break down the process of writing that specific part.
0: Nah, the lyrics. Mainly
2: because, <laughs> yeah, mainly mainly because um, whenever I write, I kind of go blind, sort of like in terms of like ideas. So I'm not thinking about the next line; it's just the words kind of just come out. And then I kinda see, oh yo, I just did something. Damn, cool. Yeah. Let me keep going. <laughs> yeah, please. So like my writing process is is, is, is something that I that I think is very unique. I don't know if there's other poets that write this way, but what I do is usually whenever I get an idea or a prompt or whatever I wanna write about, I get the first line that I'm gonna say in the poem. So that first line of that one, I knew that because okay, so let me be a little bit more specific. That part of the poem was not originally meant to be a part of Albert Avenue. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be its own poem on its own little thing. Mm-hmm. But what I decided was I went through my notes one day and I was like, yo, th- let me just copy this whole part and just, you know what I mean? Paste it on the end of Albert Avenue. So Albert Avenue ends in that, in that previous spot before it. Yeah. But I thought that the message in this was so good that I can kind of fit it into here. Yeah. So I chose, I, I picked that up and I put it in there and and when I was writing that I got the first line and the end line I knew that was what it was gonna be but in between I never knew what I was gonna write until I just started writing mm. so like I always know the first line that I'll say and the last line that I'll say yeah and then so I'll, I'll, I'll end up writing you know I'll end up writing like 11 or 12 different poems and pieces that have the same end as say uh, the same beginning and same end but different everything in between right and then it'll then i'll go into this thing where i do editing where i'll I'll look at a line and i'll be like yo this line is too corny let me scrap this this line is great let me put this in here this line and this line don't have a lot of continuity they don't relate so let me go to this line Mm. so then i go through it like that and then it just becomes this finished polished piece of
0: Mm. of
2: of, of poetry Mm. so that that's that's usually how my process is And that process is actually for me, I've noticed is very quick. It's it's much faster than me going line by line by line by line because when I do that, I end up doing a lot of end rhymes and not enough internal rhymes. It's like it's very weird because I I notice a lot of things about my own self when I'm writing. Like Mm -hmm. I get to know myself through that process.
1: Mm.
2: But yeah, that so now the story behind that, I kinda just wanted to talk about how like money is a certain thing that that when you look at it on a certain level, it's like, it can breed greed. Ooh, accidentally rhyming there. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I noticed that a lot of the stuff that I say, I don't really notice how much it means until after I go back myself and analyze it. Because once I do that, that's when I really start to understand my own poetry. But um, I can't really give any analysis as to that piece. But I know that when I was writing that, I I was in this mode where... I was really just going through my ideas and trying to to pick my own brain in a sense and and, and talk about all these different types of things that money can do to you.
0: So what's next for you in
2: Um, I'm actually working on a book right now. I'm in India and I noticed that I have a lot of free time so I'm going to be working on a book inshallah. That's, That's my plan but... Yep. I, I really, you know, I, I really don't have a, like a time where I want to release this book yet, because I really just started writing it. So, inshallah, whenever it gets yep. done, it gets done, and, I, and, I, and I'll put it out. But I'm pretty confident it's gonna be a New York bestseller, man. I got the bars for it.
1: <laughs>
0: inshallah yeah when you when you do release that be sure to come back on so we can we can review it and interview you again hey man
2: <laughs> I, I might be i might game. be in terms of like you know what i'm saying the pedigree of podcasts yeah. i might be a little outside, too high outside i might be system. on npr or like <laughs> CNN, <laughs> but you know i'm gonna
0: don't worry we'll, we'll be bigger than them i'm gonna step then. it
2: down a couple notches <laughs> and come back to my base you know what i mean my uh, great <laughs>
0: Nah, I'm sure you guys will
2: be up with me by that time too, man. Inspire reads, it's the, yeah, it's the move, man. That's that. It's 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 going up, man. The idea for the book came from, um, it came from this idea for an audio album that I wanted to do originally. Um, I'm still kind of yep. unsure as to where I want to go with that because a while back um, my phone memory got complete, completely erased, so everything I've ever written since 2015, which was close to like pain right there 600 People or something don't understand that pain. 600 or something poems it's all gone so yeah so oh, now man, i have man. to like start start from scratch so i i went from like in 2015 to 2016 i went from writing a piece a day you know six pieces a day for that whole year and then
0: oh. damn. and uh do you do you feel like that do you feel like that 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 um that incident that happened has led you to be a bit more motivated or has it just destroyed <laughs> has this kind de- of destroyed your motivation it, in terms of like when, every now and then when, when i lose my memory uh, my if i when i lose my notes or whatever and i lose loads of ideas sometimes it's like um, yeah some of those ideas are gone but now i can yeah, come up with some fresh to stuff to be though. honest
2: with you bro it, it kind of did it kind of did both it kind of did both cuz when i first when i first noticed when i was first told my memory is all gone i was like yo Damn, now I, now I can start, you know what I mean? Start fresh. I could, I could do some things I've never done before. Mm. And then, like a month in, I'm like, mm. yo, I yeah. can't, write. I'm exhausted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> so for yeah, about, I know what you mean. Yeah,
2: so for about two, three months, I didn't write anything. I was just completely empty. I got writer's block, I didn't write anything. And then now I'm back on it, alhamdulillah. But I've noticed that caffeine, caffeine helps. Um, caffeine helped a lot uh, in, in, in writing.
0: So in terms of writer's block, you are saying yeah. uh, these are your solutions. In
2: terms of writer's block, okay, I'm going to tell I'm going to tell I'm going to give you guys a little a little uh, pro tips on a couple of pro tips on writer's block or yeah. how I deal with it. So, writer's block can come yeah. from All in right. my opinion two things. It can be over exhaustion of your ideas like you might have wrote too much and you might be done with your word quota for the day or for the week or for the month or whatever it is. Or you're mm-hmm. you're not opening your mind to enough ideas, so you got to take a break from whatever it is you're doing, then come back to it. So it's one mm. of those two. Now, how to deal with it? Mm. Um, the way I deal with it, two things: uh, insomnia and caffeine. So the first one is caffeine. Um, I, dr- I, I I'm not a coffee drinker, so I try to, I'm not a Sounds coffee
1: drinker,
0: unhealthy. so I'm a huge.
2: <laughs> like, I, in, insomnia yeah, just, just and caffeine. To it. It, it, it sounds it sounds it sounds crazy, but when you hear the implications and what it does, you'll you'll be like, oh, dope. Okay, I get it. But um, where was that? Yeah. So I'm not a huge coffee drink. I don't drink. Co- I'm not a coffee drinker at all. Okay. But I do get my cof- caffeine in other ways. Um, Mountain Dew, for example. In India, Mountain Dew is weak, so I gotta find. Whoa. Weak, <laughs> the Mountain Dew here is <laughs> trash, dog. I'm 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 so mad. Like I used to drink, uh, the regular Mountain Dew, um, but the Ma- Mountain Dew here is trash. I'm I'm so mad. The thing is, it's like in India, it just tastes like sugar and carbonated water. There's no like you know the signature taste of Mountain Dew. That little like, like it tastes like, it tastes like what I assume. You know, I don't know. It, t- it tastes. It it tastes like what I assume mountain dew, like dew from a mountain. tastes like <laughs> 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 uh, that lemon-lime yeah, taste, that, that citrus taste. There's no citrus taste here, which is horrible. Coke is better here. Coca-Cola is better here, not cocaine. Uh, I have not gotten around to trying that yet. I will, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't condone drug abuse. The, so I'm kidding. the caffeine in some of you doesn't fix the <laughs> rest,
0: No drugs for me, <laughs>
2: man. Uh, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Coca Cola's better here. There's this thing called Mirinda here. is amazing. Mirinda.
1: Yeah, yeah come
0: oh, on. That's stuff. That's Do you not have that in America? We don't
2: have that in America. You guys have that in UK. Uh, come
1: yeah, come on. Yeah, Marind- we ain't, oh my God. We ain't we, ain't playing they here, they have
2: to ship Mirinda off to America, because it's a delicacy. Like, I, it's the best tasting thing in India, and
0: you telling me you've never had Mirinda? I've, I've
2: never had Mirinda until I got here. Man, Ooh,
0: what mm, what else? Uh, there's this other
2: this other lime drink. There's this other lime soda. Yeah, America doesn't have Mirinda, but the Sprite, uh, America's Mer, uh, India's Mirinda tastes like America. What America's Sprite should taste like, or or Fanta in America tastes like. Fanta's trash here. I don't know why. Fanta was so much better when I was in Kenya.
1: Yeah, Fanta isn't even that great. The only good one's Fruit Twist.
2: But anyway, I don't know why we're talking about drinks. I was at, I was talking about caffeine. <laughs> caffeine. So caffeine. The thing is. I'm gonna
0: take a sip of my water give me a
2: second oh I'm taking a sip of Mirinda my water my water yeah, water is key guys water 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 is another thing that helps with uh Rider's block <laughs> I don't know how but it might are
0: you are you, are you drinking Mountain Dew and water at the same time so are you, are you really sure um, are you really sure Mountain Dew is the one that that helps or is I'm, it water
2: I'm washing. I'm washing. I'm washing out the Mountain Dew out of my tank <laughs> with the water it's not <laughs> the water is not for drinking. The water is for rinsing. Oh, <laughs> I I'm forced I'm forced to drink water and eat vegetables. You know, I I live a very unhealthy lifestyle. Uh, I'm kind of surprised I've lived this long oh, on Mountain man. Dew and candy, but <laughs> but um, caffeine caffeine I get my caffeine in other ways. Um, but Mountain Dew used to always help. So I'd drink Mountain Dew. I'd wait thirty minutes. And then I'd be back to it. I'd be I'd be writing again. But don't rush yourself. Uh, take it easy. Uh, so if you're not a huge caffeine drinker, if you're not a a big um, you know what I mean, uh, Mountain Dew or like you no know, take take like Coke. A Coca Cola is is is, pr- is pretty good. Uh, just start there. It. Ease your way into the whole caffeine life because you don't want to start with Red Bull or uh, you know what I mean or NOS or like those crazy energy drinks cuz you you know what I'm saying you might just overexhaust your caffeine tolerance and then you might need more and more in the day. I don't have alhamdulillah I'm I'm not a very addictive person like I don't get addicted to things. So caffeine is like I can easily cut it off. I haven't drank Mountain Dew since 40 minutes ago. So it's great. <laughs> but um That's yeah, right. I'm not so yeah. Um caffeine helps. Now, insomnia, where does that play a role? Like if you the You'd think the less sleep you get, the more the less you can write. But for me, I don't think so. The best poems I've ever written came to me at two a.m. when I'm up on my phone, acting a mess on Twitter. I get great ideas, and yeah. I write it down.
0: You know, I, I agree with that. When you're tired, your your thoughts aren't so structured. They're not so exactly. Um, yeah, you're not you're not you're not trying to what do you call it, like formalize them or police them in any way. You know yeah Absolute. it's
2: it's very hard it's very hard to think when you're when you're tired mm. but it's also very it's also very good because when you're when you're laying in your bed a lot of people are on their bed for like thirty minutes at night just tossing and turning and thinking about random things yeah and for me those random things are things that just happen to rhyme, so I write them down you know what I mean and then that <laughs> becomes my poetry um like for uh this piece that I wrote um called um uh bloody sirens um it was a piece on black lives matter there was a line that said um i had a dream last night that i was with malcolm and dr king last night i heard a scream last night mama saw her son's body drop on the tv screen last night those those bars Mm -hmm. i wrote them while i was asleep like they like like i was it was 2 a.m i'm laying down i'm not awake or asleep I'm, i'm somewhere in between and those ins- like a voice just inside me just screamed those couple lines and i <laughs> got up the morning and i was like yo was those are delicious. really nice lines what the hell did i say then mm-hmm. i get in the shower come out like oh that's what i said then i write it down another thing getting in the shower i yes. get my greatest ideas when i'm in the shower and mm-hmm. people say people say you know what i mean like you know you get you get this whole creative edge like you become you become this superstar this singer when you're in the shower yeah. I don't become a singer. I become the greatest rapper in the history of mankind when I'm in the shower. I start coming <laughs> up with the craziest bars. I can't freestyle normally, but when I'm in the shower, if you give me a mic, I'll drop seven mixtapes on the spot. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, like, like, like when you're in the shower, it's, it's, it's one of those things, just, it just comes to you, you know?
0: Yeah. We, we, uh, in episode 15, we were talking about how, how like, creativity comes about. and yeah, A lot of those ideas, yeah, we, consider, we said like, yeah, boredom. Uh, when you're in those positions where you're by yourself and it's just you and your mind then yeah. yeah
2: boredom doesn't inspire creativity for me for some reason i don't know why like when i'm bored it's usually i'm looking for something to do mm. and writing is the last thing i want to do when i'm bored because it, it kind of takes away from i don't know I have, a, I have a certain respect for for my art but for, don't, for, for but like writing
0: there's writing and then so, I'm, I'm saying about the ideas that drift into your head when you're bored.
2: Yeah okay I I see what you mean yeah well the ideas that drift into my head aren't ideas that that like that have structure they're just ideas like, I get okay I get very crazy you know um you guys are gonna think I'm crazy yeah you're getting some bad vibes I get I, <laughs> I get some very wild thoughts you know what I mean <laughs> uh, uh shout yeah. out to Rihanna uh but
0: <laughs> uh, I
2: get some very <laughs> <laughs> very crazy thoughts when it comes to uh um, when I'm just like like for example I'll be in the bus like sometimes in India you know I ride the bus in India and the buses you hop on while it's moving 20 miles an hour 20 kilometers an hour what? you hop on and off what? so it's it's crazy like the bus will be moving and you jump on and there's old ladies running after the bus jumping on and jumping off and, and you the look at me
1: stop.
2: and I'm and I'm and I'm the and I'm and I'm the young guy that can't jump on the bus you know what I mean like there's no bus stops it's bus roll bys like drive bys Happen on the daily here. Yeah, you just got to jump sideways no into, into the door. In India. You just <laughs> jump on. You you hop on when you can. Like yeah, you, you know you know when your homies come to scoop you and they tell you hop on. This mm. is the real definition of hop on. It's yeah, like man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go past you. Just hop hop on whatever you can. Oh, um, man. but yeah. Um, what was I saying? What was I talking about? What were we talking about?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. What I don't I, know what we were talking. about. You started <laughs> off with when yeah, I, was I get in crazy India.
2: ideas. The crazy ideas that I get. I get ideas to hurt myself sometimes. Like, the bustle squeeze through a very, very tight space. And like I'm like, oh, stick your hand out the window and break your elbow in two places. Like, that, that was, those are the kind of ideas that I get when I'm bored. So, I don't write those down. But um, <laughs> I get into this.
0: <laughs> Why not, man? If I wrote they, those see down, they take it would
2: you. be... <laughs> yeah, if I wrote those down and somebody went through my notes, they'd be like, yeah. "This guy is suicidal. We have it's to funny. give him." It relates some sort to the care.
0: Yeah, it relates to the book that we're gonna discuss after the 1984. The thought police. The thought police will come after you if you write those bars down.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, if if the thought police was real,
0: yeah, was I would sports. have
2: already been in jail. <laughs> I would have been broken like my guy, in the in the book. Um, and you know what Ooh, I mean. Winston. Yeah. But yeah, like Winston. So, yeah, man. Uh. I get crazy ideas, man, and Alhamdulillah, I, I don't do a lot of the things. I, I have, I have amazing self-control, like I say. If I've lasted twenty, twenty-one years, mm. <laughs> with the crazy ideas that I get, mm. uh, but yeah.
0: So India, how did you end up there? What's <laughs> a well, so, Somali how did I boy who? In who yeah, is, you moved from you moved ind- from a refugee camp to America. You learned you learned your American there. You used your you man, English. Man. Yeah, you, you learned your English there. Oh man. i'm in india yeah i'm in india so
2: i can call americans and scam them pretending to be the irs with a good accent Mm. uh it pays it pays really well Mm -hmm. no i'm kidding Um, i'm in india because i'm actually studying here Um, i'm studying it uh computer i'm studying uh some programming primarily i'm studying linux administration if you know what linux is
0: yeah i don't think any of our listeners are interested if you but know I, you know i, I guess you, you <laughs> don't
2: know what you don't know uh so if if you're if you know what i'm saying if you're a tech nerd your boy's about to be a linux administrator inshallah and some cloud computing you know what i mean yeah. so uh you know what i'm saying so but yeah that's what i'm studying here in terms and, of and i'm here to study
0: yep in terms of your experiences there like how, how's it been like how are the people there how, how's uh, the food there how's life
2: Wow that's that's a that's a huge question. Uh, yeah man. Just give me that it. question. Allow me to digest that question a little bit. Like ask ask each of those each of the things you ask me one wait, by wait, one specifically. What? So I can talk about each one.
1: Where in? We're in India? We're in, where in India are you?
2: Okay, so I'm in South India. I'm in the state called Telangana and I'm in a city called Hyderabad. Primarily Muslim city, majority Muslim city. About 80% or so of, of people here are Muslim. So that's a huge population. Um, I'm not going to get into the history of the city. I don't know why (laughs) I read it. I read it though. (laughs) I I was just bored one night. I had Wikipedia. I didn't have data. So I opened Wikipedia and the city was there. So I was like, until my data comes back, I'm just going to read this. I turned off my cellular data and I just read the whole thing. Mm. Uh, It was a city built in 1591 or something like that um, (laughs) by a Muslim... Monarch or king or whatever Yeah uh, So it has a lot of influences From Iran You know what I mean uh, Persian
0: Yeah That's the first time I've, I've heard yeah. someone say Iran in real life Yeah Iran
2: Iran Yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, suppo- I'm supposed to be saying What I'm, I'm supposed to say saying Iran. Iran Yeah man Yeah you you British people Are, are confusing <laughs> man you, you wanna You wanna pronounce You wanna pronounce that correct But, but you wanna pronounce Every other word In, mm. in English language Incorrect
0: But yeah I, Like Very um, lazy Very lazy you, folk in terms of moving abroad, like how was it with the family, and uh, like, did you think about that before? Like, have you ever th- thought about like moving abroad just to work? Because yeah, for me, that's like something that I always wanted to do, but I, I just haven't had a chance yet. But yeah, it's interesting that someone that, um, from all the way from across the world like decided to do that. Like, how many I other think, people? Go for it.
2: I think every single person who is capable of living away from home, trying to like kind of discovering what it's like to live alone cuz mm-hmm. like Adam people they get to do this for college you know what i mean mm-hmm. and some other people like the parents always first option is the college the senior city your immediate lo- local college that's that's where they always want you to go yep. but i i think i think we should um i think every man once you reach the age of 19 20 go away from home for a little bit go to a city where you're learning or whatever and and try to try to I think it builds character. I think, I think it's very good for, for, for a, a to person to, to, to try to develop themselves. Because I'm kind of doing stuff that I would have never done back home. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, my process now waking up at 7, like waking up for Fajr by myself without my mom knocking on my door 17 times, you mm. know what I'm saying? Pulling the covers off me, smacking me, throwing cold water. I don't know if she does that to wake me up or to abuse me. I'm not sure, because I'd be awake by the time she knocks the door. But anyway. <laughs> but um, uh, that's she's besides doing the point. Uh, yeah, she she purposes. Yeah, she couldn't get her hits in. You know what I mean? Because I'm too grown now. When you're but, younger. You know, the uh, you, know, you being right across the street from me, the then coming in my room, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, waking up, having 15 hour school days, being away from home majority of the time, and coming back studying. Going to sleep, having a strict schedule, something like that. I think every man needs, every person needs, uh, kind of to get away from home, kind of discover themselves, do their own thing. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, I think, I think you know what I mean. I've I've always thought about being away from home and doing my own thing, but I've never, I've I've just been so sheltered that I kind of was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. That's that's lame. But now I'm actually experiencing it, and it, and it's kind of cool. I think when I go back home, I'll be much more different. Uh, you know mm. what I mean? Like, uh, it'll, be, it'll be much easier for me to do certain things that, that I've always been too lazy to do. Like, that, that, that's my biggest issue is, like, being lazy.
0: Mm. And in terms of, like, inspiration, and like, have, have you thought of any ideas since you went there? Like, has, has it been, like, a big influence in your creative processes?
2: I've been so free that I get all these amazing ideas. Like, for example, I, I, two days ago in the morning, I just woke up and I was like, yo, I should make a YouTube channel. And I, make a, and I made a YouTube channel And I'm like, yo, everybody subscribe, 100 subscribers, and I'm going to be making vlogs. So now I've put myself in this predicament where now I have to follow up on this whole promise that I made when I was in the morning. But (laughs) it's not a problem. Mm. I don't mind uh, because I actually kind of want to do the YouTube channel. There's a lot of ideas that I have that I can't say right now because there might be dudes that are listening that might steal my ideas. Like me. Can't go. Uh, I'm not going out sad like that. But you know what I mean? Hmm. Uh... Yeah, I've gotten a lot of ideas, a lot of amazing ideas.
0: How how are the people there? Like, do they consider you... Like, can you see yourself as an outsider or do you fit in? Like, how do you feel?
2: I am an outsider. I feel like an outsider, uh, mainly because of my hair. See, the thing is, in India, there's one defining factor that that kind of shows whether or not you're Indian or not. Like, whether or not you're Indian, because I've noticed... People in this country They all look the same It's like They they all look the same In the sense that Like They all have the same Kind of hair mm-hmm. So like they, Like the, You know the Indian Like the, pro, the stereotypical Indian hair Where it's like Straight and like You know what I mean There's yeah. no There's not really like A lot of people curly hair Yeah So They Like there's Indians That look like Somalis There's Indians that look like Black That are, they're just black Like Like Melanated uh, there's, there's very light Indians that look, you know what I mean? That, that look very, very white. They look like Adan people. They yep. look like Arab people. So there's, like, there's all these different colors and shades, but the hair is always the same. So for me, with my big afro and, or sometimes when I pick it out or when I don't pick it out, my curly hair, um, they can tell. They look at me like I'm a foreigner. They ask me where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Usually they guess I'm from Ethiopia, um, not Ethiopia, um, Sudan. That's okay. their first guess. They come to me, speak Arabic. I talk to them back in Arabic because I know a little bit of Arabic. Then they're like, Oh, you must be from Sudan. I'm not from Sudan. I'm actually from Somalia. That's what I tell them. Because mm. I can't really tell them I'm from America. They'll, they might be like, Oh, you're from America. Come yeah. on, bro. Give me a ticket right now. I need, I need, I need, a, I need this visa. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to go to America, open up my 7 <laughs> Eleven. That was very insensitive. I shouldn't have said are that. you
0: saying they don't have any interest in a Somalian passport?
2: They, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see anybody trying to go to <laughs> I'm not trying to go to Somalia. I mean, it's, uh, are, are they? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding I, I would love to go to would Be an experience mm-hmm. Hopefully what what I want to do After after I, after mm-hmm. I leave this place But yeah, inshallah um, But yeah, yesterday Or no, two days ago I think I've had my first Like run in with like Someone treating me like an outsider Or like a person from uh, abroad Usually it's just the stares And the looks like The one thing I dislike is When I'm eating and they look at me Like sometimes I'd be I'd be killing some biryani, and they'd be looking at me like, "Yo, this nigga eating, nice, he's grubbing." And I'm like, "Yo, leave me alone, bro! <laughs> like, stop looking at me, because it feels awkward when you're eating and somebody's looking at you, right?" Yeah. So yesterday, I was, um, I was getting a tuk-tuk. I was, um, a, I think you know what a tuk-tuk is, out of yep. those little, yep. those little, little three-wheelers, uh, the little mobiles. Yeah, I was getting in one of those. It's a share, so there's this like four kilo- like two kilometer hill. Like of a road That I usually walk Up and down on When I'm coming When I'm coming from school Or to school Because the bus stop Is all the way down That two kilometer hill So mm. in the morning I walk down the hill and, I, and, and when I'm coming back From school I walk up the hill So sometimes I'm too tired I'm too, I'm too lazy So I pay ten rupees to, yep. to get on a share A shared one It's supposed to only Fit four people But sometimes They'll go eight Nine people And just cram their way in mm. I, was the, I was one of the first People to hop on that thing Mm-hmm. right on on, on on this special on, on this specific occasion and like two ladies sit in the back I'm, I sit in the back two ladies sit in the back and and then with me they, they, they sit next to me and then some three guys come in so I I vacate my seat and I and I let the lady sit in the back and then like there's another lady that comes in an older lady I give her my seat so I come up front next to the driver so the driver has this little like a long seat that can fit like Two people on each side Mm -hmm. and then there's like a little tiny seat that that can barely fit one butt cheek of mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So (laughs) so like (laughs) Yeah. So so I I sit on the the one that that fits me, right? Yeah. And there's no one else that's there to take that seat. So I sit down, another person comes, so the third person comes to sit on a little tiny one. And mind you this guy has a book bag. I have my book bag as well. Mm. So the guy looks at me, he's like, Hey bro, get off. I'm like, why do, why, why do you want me to get off? Should I find another ride? He's like, no, 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 get off so he can sit where you're sitting. I'm like, no, I got here before him. I'm not moving from my seat. I felt like Rosa Parks. I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting off my seat for this guy. Mm. Come on, I've been here before him. This is business. I'm paying you just as much as he is. Yeah. So, so he's like, no, 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 get off. He starts yelling at me and everybody on the thing starts yelling at me like, yo, get off. Let my man sit. I'm like, yo, you know what? Screw this. I'm gonna just walk up the hill. Mm. So I get off the tuk-tuk and I just walk up the hill. And halfway through, the guy pulls up like on me. He's like, "Yo, yo, come on, sit down." I'm like, "No, I'm not sitting down. I'm, not pay- I'm already halfway up the hill. My house is right there. I can see it. And I'm not gonna pay you ten rupees to take me to my house that I can see from right here. I'll walk. It is a nice little cardio exercise for me anyway. You know what I mean? I need this after mm. that Mountain Dew. So let mm. me let me just get my cardio in <laughs> and burn these calories off. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so it was, it, was very, it, was very, it was very weird to me that I, I kind of felt offended, but mm. after a while, you know, I, I don't really get offended. So, mm. yeah, um, another one that I got once was a guy asked me where I'm from. I told him I'm from America. So then he was like, yo, do you get offended when I call you nigger?" And I was like, Sheesh. I don't get offended when you call me nigger, <laughs> But if you called another, like an, an American-American nigga, he'd probably punch you in the face. Mm. Like, that's probably what would happen. But me, I, I personally, the word doesn't really affect me. Mm. Mainly because of the historical connotation. Like, it doesn't. That historical connotation is not something that I personally relate Never to. Expect, yeah. I understand the sentiment. I understand why people would get pissed off. Yeah. I personally don't get pissed off. But sometimes I do get pissed off on behalf of people who do get pissed off because I understand where, where the word is. You know what I'm saying? Where, where, like, what kind of place that it stands historically speaking.
0: Mm. Speak. Speaking. But yeah. Speaking of language, like, um, how yeah. do you how do you communicate? Like, because uh, I, because it's a big country. So I'm, there's like a lot of different languages that they speak. And yeah, what's like, how do you communicate?
2: <laughs> uh, how do I communicate? I don't communicate. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a very weird answer. I communicate with uh, broken English. I try to use as much of an accent as I can so they can understand in their accent.
1: Mm. So
2: like they say. They say words, ver- they say letters very weird. For example, I was in class one time and the teacher's teaching us a command to look at your IP address. So it's like IP space A, right? Yeah. So he comes up to me, he's like, IP space yay. I'm like, what? He's like, yay. I'm like, what is, what, what letter is that on the keypad? So I write IP space Y-A-Y. He's like, no, not yay. Uh, yay. I'm like, you just said yay. Like, what? Uh,
0: He's like, no, 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 just the that, letter A. So he touches my
2: keypad seen- and I was like.
0: You seen that rush hour scene where it's like, I think it was, is, is it Chris Tucker goes into that cave and then the yeah, big guys. Yeah, it kind like, of
2: felt like that. It yeah. kind of felt like that. Yeah. So yeah, communication is very hard, mm. uh, especially with tuk-tuk drivers sometimes because they'll try to rip you off mm. uh, your prices just off the fact that you're a foreigner. Mm. Uh, but I, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really try to um,
0: compete. Well, I don't
2: know, I, cool. I don't really try to, um, what's it called? Haggle. Communicate any more than I need to. Okay. I, I do love to haggle. I love haggling. Haggling is one of my favorite things. Oh, my, my go-to move is I get two tuk-tuk drivers to compete for my business. <laughs> I'll tell one 60 rupees to go the distance, and the other guy, I'll be like 40 rupees. So then they're like, no, no, no I'll take you for 40. This guy's like, no, 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 forget this guy. I'll <laughs> oh, take man. you for 30. Until I get the cheapest deal, I'm like, Yo.
0: A, sorry, man. You charge it to the
2: game. I'm, I'm gonna go with my guy right here. Uh, <laughs> or sometimes when I have my friends with me, I'm like, Yo, you go talk to that guy, and I'll talk to this guy, and oh, then man. whichever one's the best deal, I look at my friend. I'm like, How much is he saying? Oh, he's saying thirty. Oh, he's saying sixty. Yo, let this guy go. So I just, I'm like, Yo, yo, get out of here, get out of here. He's like, No, no, no. And then he leaves, and then he comes back. Yo, yo, okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna give it to you for twenty. Listen, let's go. I'll give you the right oh, twenty. So, it's like haggling is, is, is something that you know it's, uh, i think i was built for haggling man haggling is my favorite
0: thing <laughs> you sound there. like you sound like a nightmare yeah. to deal with <laughs>
2: yeah it's 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 uh i am a nightmare to deal with it's 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 very i'm like like for example one time it was like it was 100 rupees he was he was asking me for 100 rupees i only had 70 in my pocket mm. right so he couldn't go past 100 and i really really needed this right and i couldn't waste any time so i was like oh all right fine take me for 100 so he takes me to the spot. Once we get to the spot, I'm like, yo, I only got 70. Oh, He's like, what? You Damn. told me 100. I'm like, but I only have 70. I can't pay you. I have no friends here. So I pull out the 70. I'm like, yo, listen, there's only 30 rupees difference. Going back that way, you could probably pick two people up and get 30. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't need, you don't need me to give you this 30 right now. You can, you can let it go. He's like, you know what? Fine, whatever. Just give oh, me the 70. So I give him the 70. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I need the 20 for the bus. So oh, man. <laughs> here, oh, take a 50. <laughs> so I give him a 50. <laughs> I'm like, yo, please, I'll, I'll, I'll just give me your number. I'll call you back next time, and I'll give you the rest of the money. Right now, I can't. I need this for the bus. I got to go back home. There's no way I can go back home. He's like, he kind of looks at me. He's like, all right, fine. I feel sorry for you. You know what? Take, Just, just keep it 50. Don't call me. Just leave me alone. So he just oh, leaves, man. and I get, I get 50% off that way. So oh, like, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's that, all, it's me all a tries. mental game, man. It's all a mental game you got to play.
0: Oh, man. I think if we try that, hey, we'll just get arrested on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I'm not, I'm not getting arrested. Uh, you're
0: going to haggle with the police as well
2: yeah you can it's uh, corruption is a thing that they try to uh they try to fight in this country but (laughs) (laughs) i know the right cops are out here man oh man
0: Uh, you're sounding like one Uh, shady character
2: Oh man, it's hard for me to get arrested out here, man.
0: Yo, when he when he goes back to the US, he's definitely they're gonna see him at different. I le- just
2: gotta, <laughs> I just gotta flash my passport, you know. I was like, hey, <laughs> America.
0: Oh man. It's like
2: oh shit, we can't mess with this guy's from America.
0: Well yeah, um, I think that's, I think you got a nice taste of all your stories, and in, in India anyway. <laughs> um, in terms of back to poach, do, do you say you have a piece for us or an exclusive, or are you gonna hold that for another time?
2: Yeah 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 no um. I don't know, man. We have to hug I don't know if it. you guys are ready for the bars. I don't know if your listeners are ready for the kind of lyrical onslaught I'm bringing into.
0: I'll give you five you know I mean? rupees.
2: I think my Wi-Fi might slow down because of the the, the, the data fire. is
0: just. Oh man.
2: You say how much are you gonna pay me to spit five rupees? Yeah. That's not even that's not even a cent. That's not. <laughs> that's not even one cent, man. It's like this is barely, barely one cent <laughs> one American cent it's amazing we'll,
0: we'll do 10 then no more after that
2: listen 30 final price if you if you give me 30 you get you get a deluxe version you get you get amazing amazing deal
0: 20 is all I got in my pocket right now
2: you're saying 20 I'm saying 30 there's only a 10 rupee difference come on now
0: well, where's the 10 gonna come from if there's only 20 in my pocket?
2: check your other pocket i
0: uh, only got one pocket man you've only I'm, got one I'm, pocket I'm wearing a kangaroo once right.
2: <laughs> you might <laughs> you might need the, you might need the extra 10 to to buy another pocket so go ahead just give me just give me the
0: just give nah, me the I appreciate
2: it man let's go <laughs> you might need to buy a new fanny pack huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> can I get a fanny pack for 10 rupees as well <laughs> uh,
2: no no fanny packs you're saying you're throwing that in it might be alright <laughs> uh,
0: uh, let's see what you got man
2: um, uh, so this piece mm-hmm. is a piece from uh, it's probably going to be on my book yeah. uh, actually I'm going say probably it is going to be on my book it's called uh, Temptation mm-hmm. I said see we're all promised the outcome but no cause in sight so the only certainties in life are God death and taxes and the truth is quite taxing Knowing you only consist of a few hours and days filled with agony and en- agony or enjoyment till you age and turn gray, see I was raised to live between hope and fear. So my pillars of faith rarely ever shake, so as long as I fear the Lord above me and hope he never take my soul until I please him and plead my case. I was guilty, so please forgive me. I saw your light shine but I chose the darkness, so I lost my spot in those eternal gardens. I never stood a chance of temptation but I tried my hardest so God please take me when you're pleased cause angels don't fall or disobey and my purpose was to only turn back when I, t- when I disobey cause the truth is I'm flawed and sinful by nature and nobody knows me better than my creator and that's the end of the piece right
0: there you know what 70 rupees 70 rupees for that
2: yeah, the, the, the ethical, so.
0: You got you got you got five clicks and, and twenty rupees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you said you said how many? You said what?
0: Five clicks and I, twenty rupees.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, I'll I'll take whatever I can get, man. Just put it in the hat.
0: Yeah, we'll put it in the hat, man. We'll put it in the collective hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank you very much for yeah, sharing Yeah, man, that.
2: that's that's a little piece from me, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna listen back to it after I, I go for the edit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um I think, I think we've talked enough about poetry and, and, and your background. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, we but spent a
2: good time talking about that.
0: Yeah? So, yeah, we'll go into the book. And So, the book we covered this week was 1984 by George, George Orwell. It was a book released in 1950. Um, and it's, funny, it's interesting because George Orwell he died in 1949. So, I think it's like one of his last books that he released. No, he, he died in 1950, and he released the book in 1949. Sorry and okay. yeah and uh, that
2: makes sense i was about to be like posthumous release? did
0: yeah i was gonna say how did he do that yeah well martin luther king he, his autobiography was released after he died as well but um uh-huh. <laughs> that's a stupid comparison I'm <laughs> and yeah actually his his actual name is eric author blair and he's a he was an english guy born in india interestingly he was born in india in ni- Wow. Yeah, in nineteen oh three. Coincidence. Yeah, it's a weird coincidence, isn't it? He was born where you're at and he
1: died like a few a few meters away from where we're at right now.
0: Really? Yeah, in UCL. Yeah, so apparently he was born it, quite close to where you're 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 at now. <laughs> Mottihari. Harry Which city? Have you heard of that? Motte Harry. Which city was he born? Moty Harry. Harry. Yeah
2: doesn't sound like an indian city sounds like the name of a of a british guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's not anywhere you use that man nah, it's like north of india <laughs> no nah, it's north of india it's like near nepal but yeah he was born in india and he died in london um interestingly enough and yeah nah, but it's
2: not near any, it's not anywhere near me it's, if it's all yeah, the that's what i said
0: <laughs> it's Shemaki, in north Shemaki's india Shemaki's making up facts yeah, it's the same it's <laughs> the whole year <laughs> it's in the same it's country the whole, that's why it's a
2: whole another side of india
0: yeah and um, the novel is uh, another dystopian fiction novel, where the whole society is is like controlled in a totalitarian rule, and um, there's a lot of there's a lot of like political influences in the book based on when the author. Um, George Orwell or Eric Arthur Blair was, was living in at that time, so he re- released this book like just shortly after World War Two. So like, all those influences of, like during World War Two, Hitler, Stalin, all them guys, like li- these guys all influenced this book, and it is yeah. basically based on like um, the the society being set up in such a way that everyone is controlled, everyone has the same tho- thoughts. Um, there's n- like the, the the dictators or the rulers of the society are are like. Their power is absolute, and everything that they say is the word. Nothing they say is wrong. By the way, there's a
2: totalitarian a- dictatorship.
0: Yeah. By the way, there's a lot of background noise in yours.
2: Oh, there's background noise. Yeah.
0: Is that is that the uh, outside? It,
2: is it better now? Yeah. Okay. Was that a fan? Yeah, I, I figured out. I figured out what it was. Um, what was co- causing your vo- voice quality to slow down? What? it's uh my roommates are here so they're probably using the wi-fi
0: okay but now is it okay
2: yeah it's it's a little better
0: now yeah so um in terms of the book itself like i said it's basically um we mentioned earlier that the book is similar to another book we read earlier in, in the in the podcast series which was called the giver by Lo- lois lowry um i think she got a lot of her influences from this i can clearly see that i think um Do you know that said? for a fact I can clearly see that. Uh, I reckon she did, yeah, because hers yeah. are quite recent, and I think she just took this and she added some fictional like powers and stuff into it, and she she made it interesting. That way I think you should you should go re- go and read that as well if you if you like this one. Oh wow,
2: yeah. So so she added. Would you say? she added fictional powers to it, like kind of like a fantasy type book? Is
0: it? Yeah. Uh, go back and okay. listen to that those episodes, mate. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you don't, have, you don't have to do that. No. <laughs> <But laughs> so, uh, which episode is that? Because. We did two episodes on that. So one was the first book and then the second episode was we Oh d- uh, is done it the
2: part one and part two?
0: Nah, nah, nah. So episode was it eight? Nine, <laughs> Nine. Yeah. Um so we done one episode where we d- we just talked about the first book.
2: Oh, I didn't I didn't reach it then. I didn't reach that. Told yeah. you I'm trying to catch up, man. I'm trying yeah. to catch up with your it's like I'm not gonna listen to this podcast until <laughs> I get caught up with all the other podcasts. Yeah, don't I worry. Didn't about reach that.
0: That yet. But yeah, we did the episode, episode nine, where we talked about the first book. And called The Giver And in episode 12 We talked about the rest of the book So there was three other books In the series And we finished the series And it was literally I think she took a lot of her ideas From this After reading this anyway Since this was released in 1949 Her books are released quite recently And then uh, She added some factors That are like Really fictional Sort of And I, I think it adds a nice Like flavour to it If you were to go and read this uh, Go and read her stuff After reading this one um, But Oh yeah but yeah, there's a, there's a dictator who's, who's apparently called Big Brother. Um, we, we can consider him a dictator, I guess. And
2: Yeah, shout out to all the big brothers out there uh, that are watching. <laughs> I'm a big brother.
0: I'm going to rule my house like that now. We'll see.
2: Yeah. But nah, the thing is, about this book is like, for me, I, I kind of I like it because it, it, like, it draws this... It, it really just shows what people feared back then. Mm. Um, especially with the with like the the you know the rise the rise of like Russia and and, and Stalin and and like you know what I mean those those kind of dictators those those people who had this this uh, I forgot what the political term is called but it's like this uh, dictatorship like, what is it like a, no it's it's like a person who is very charismatic and like has makes a party like I don't know it's it's but. Like, the idea of somebody just ruling the whole country with an iron fist just by themselves and, 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 you know what I'm saying, Um, enslaving people kind of Mm. uh, mentally and even to the level where, to the point of, like, Winston, where even though he tries to fight against it, like, they don't allow love, they don't allow a person to have certain emotions, you
0: know what I mean? But why? Why was the? Uh, but before we get into that, um, what did you guys expect when you when you when I told you like let's read this book? Like, did you have any expectations? Because before for me, um, I, I heard a lot about the book and a lot of people like read it, recommended it. Um, for example, I take one of our guests, he's another poet. He came on episode seven. Um, he I actually he, I actually read the book uh, back in high school. Okay, so you already had some high expecta- you had some expectations of it. Um,
2: I've already read the book when I when I, in high school, so. When you told me, I was like, "Oh, this, this, this again." Ugh. But <laughs> still, it's 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 a nice book. It's just I didn't because the high school experience was so bad. Because yeah. uh, they had us writing pages and pages about it. Yeah. Uh, of of some crap that I didn't care about. Yeah. But um, the first time I was told by my teacher, it was it was something that I kind of like wanted not to read at all. I was like, Yeah, I don't, don't want to read this at all. But um, yeah. So I think I think this book is uh. It was it was something I wasn't anticipating when I first read it. Like my first time, my first go around reading it, it was like, "What the hell?" Nineteen eighty four. We're in two thousand and seventeen, or when I was in high school, it was two thousand and I graduated fifteen. I read this in fourteen, thirteen, but you know, yeah. So it was like, it was like, "Wow, this is this is crazy." Hmm. Um, people are people are really really uh, fearing this dictatorship, this this type of power. And to me, it it was like it was a realization that, like this this book, it was more of a propaganda type of book, the way it's written. Not not the way it's written, but like what what its purpose is. Because to me, it seems like the author is really just trying to trying to draw on the fears of people uh, back then, of uh, the people who lived in the Western power countries such as America, the UK. um, This fear that they had about nazism uh, and, and 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 you know what i'm saying communism and, and 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 this this commonwealth party this whole this thing that that you know what i mean that brings everyone together well you think he was supporting you know? the idea do, do i think what
0: he was supporting the idea
2: was i supporting the idea yeah,
0: do, do you think he the author was like doing it right in a in, a, in a such a way that he's trying to support the idea because for me it seems like he's trying to like like he's just talking about all his fears and why um such a society or such like power in someone's hand is is dangerous basically
2: I think he was i think he was trying to be very educated yeah. about this kind of stuff mm. meanwhile maintaining this 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 uh this admirer admirer preference of of uh non dictatorship yeah. and, and like you know what I mean and like a open government i think he He obviously, to me, it seems like he prefers to live in a capitalistic society or non-communist society or non-totalitarian society, where or democratic society, whatever it's called. Um, I'm not a huge political scientist, but I feel like I feel like he was trying to be educative, like like kind of. I think the purpose was to show people in England, yo, this is what London would look like. This is like Winston is an average Joe in 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 london in in the year 1949 and yeah. he's like yo this is what life would become if we let these people take over our country it's sort of like a propaganda writing i think it's it's educate it's educational but in the same sense it's like yo be careful
1: mm. be fearful this is what this is what this is what this is what could happen
0: what about you Shimaki? like what did you expect going into it?
1: Uh, i personally do not know anything about this book you know not even a little bit so, when you said 1984 by George Orwell, I just thought that it was just going to be something like Back to the Future type of mm. 19, like, I don't know, <laughs> like something in 1984, something that must have happened. Yeah. And um, it was, uh, I don't know, I liked the way that I didn't really know about it and kind of go into it yeah. in the book and found out that it was about, I was mainly surprised at how like he died fairly early on, or like halfway through for a century mm-hmm. and the way that he was sort of predicting what having this type of rule where you control everybody's lives and surveillance and all of that stuff um what it can do and how it can affect people and how you kind of see how the government's doing that now mm-hmm. with like um tapping into people's phones and you know like um that you know like guys like mark zuckerberg and all these other guys they will have like these tapes and stuff on their webcams because you know i mean you never know and they could be sorry what was that
0: do you you tape up your webcam
2: (laughs) oh yeah um i don't tape up my webcam i do very weird things in front of my webcam so that whoever's assigned to me whatever the fbi agent is (laughs) he has a very good time (laughs) he has a good time oh my Uh, (laughs) that doesn't sound good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh no! Word. That that did not sound like that did not sound like. Right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm in, in India them. right now. I'm in India right now. So there's probably a guy named Mahish that's that's assigned to me. Oh, so
1: man. he tells his guys, "Hey, I, come look he at this He has to guy.
2: see. He has to see how an average American lives his life in India. Um, but yeah, surveillance is something crazy, man. America is doing it big time. I'm yeah. not personally. My philosophy with surveillance is. Of course, there's, like, the privacy end of it, but, I mean, as a government, you kind of need to know what your citizens are doing, in a sense, because, you know what I mean? For For the safety of the country, as a citizen, you want your government to be informed about certain things so you can keep you safe, but also, like... If you're not doing anything crazy, don't be worried about what the government sees. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm an open book, man. You, you wanna you want you wanna figure me out, go ahead. I'm not I'm not up to nothing at all. There's no skeletons in my
0: closet. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like it awful. You just said uh, Yeah, uh, goodness me. L-
2: little little bit of heroin, but you know, no skeletons. Is I got met up
0: before. Is that what you entertaining the FBI agent with? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I mean, it's it's boring watching me. I don't do much, so I have to I have to show something, mm. you know, extraordinary and be like, this is my life, oh, my right, you know? yeah.
0: In nice. terms of, like, how, the, how they monitor their citizens, do you want to talk about that, Shmaki, like the telescreens and all these things? Yeah, yeah so,
1: like, that's what I, I meant by, like, the whole surveillance thing where they've got these telescreens and, mean? like, these TVs, <laughs> these TVs which basically, like, listen and... They can, see they, can they can see you as well, yeah. But they can hear and see what you're basically doing. And they've got that, like, pretty much plastered around everywhere. And anyone that's, like, meeting up in, in like, times where they shouldn't be and doing things like that, then that's all, like, suspicious and everyone's just always, like, checking the next person to see if they're doing anything that they shouldn't be. Mm. And with, like, these guys called the foot police. No yeah. I and mean, these guys call like the foot police, which basically um, like monitor what if monitor if the person is like thinking anything disloyal to the party. And if they're doing that, then basically they get written off. Yeah. So that whole like looking into that whole world was very interesting the way that he was describing
0: it. And also in terms of like the education and how he the, the kids are raised in the society. Where they're, they're Like every kid is raised to be a spy and snitch on that. Stitch on their parent if they're going against yeah. the agenda of the government or whatever, which is crazy. Um, I always... Yeah. I always the,
2: the, the thing is... The thing is in this in, in this book is like... It, it really just like... The whole the whole Twitter thing where it's like, trust no one, like trust issues my circle so small <laughs> it's a dot. Like that whole thing, yeah. it's real in this book. You have to pretty like... I mean, my boy Win- Winston went out sad. I, I don't know if he's supposed to not give spoilers in the book, but my boy Winston went out sad when... You know what I mean? When... Uh, when he figured out who he trusted was not who he thought he she should have trusted, yeah. you know what I
0: mean? Yeah.
2: So yeah, don't trust no one, man. Um, that was that was kind of like the theme of the book, and and honestly, I think surveillance is one of the last issues. Uh, in in terms of like living in a world like this, in a reality like this, your biggest fear would probably be um, human emotion. I think I think you know like mentally, like your emotions play a major role. So. Mm doing certain things, having certain emotions, I think, because um, they don't allow a, an extreme amount of emotion. You can't have extreme happiness. You can't have extreme sadness. You got to have a clock on when you can, you have to save up all your energy for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Big brother. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, that's the worst kind of kind of treatment when when people control the way that you should feel. Or I think that's, I think that for me personally, I think that's, because i as a poet, I'm very expressive. Like I, I use emotion a lot, so like living in a world like that would be very challenging for me in the sense of, you know, what Freedom. I mean, like, I, that's why I said I don't mind the the um, surveillance part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, watch my life. It's boring. You, you just, <laughs> don't fall asleep. But it's it's um, it's just the, the like the whole emotion part. Like I can't have emotions. That'll that'll throw me over the edge. That'll piss me off.
1: Mm. Yeah, of course. I mean, like living in that type of world where even emotions are sort of suppressed and where you, can, you can't you can really fall in love and you can't do all the things that we basically see as like oh, our freedoms yeah, <laughs> of, of like, what well we can do that. Cause obviously in the book, a lot of it was um, sort of fighting with what's uh, like, what's being a human, you know, um, yeah, yeah. where the party was trying to basically say, by being a human you're following is to like follow what we're doing and the norm and the status quo and making sure that you basically live and die for the the party and that is you being the human whereas uh, yeah. this winston guy he was sort of challenging that idea where being human was more than that it was it was actually about what emotions you have and what you think feels right and what you think you should be doing
0: yeah. By the way, what did you guys think of the floor police? Like, how they monitor people? Like, did it make sense to you? And um, like, I, when I first heard it, I thought it was like some telepathic people, and <laughs> I thought they were like yeah. somehow yeah, controlling thought, people's yeah, minds, like yeah. telepathically.
2: It's it's. I think it's all it's all a mental game. I think it's it's just psychology. I think it's they're they're telling people that they're mo- like it's it's like what the best way to describe it is like a kid, like my my little brother. Sometimes I'm. I'm big brother, you know, so sometimes I'll tell my little brother, like, I know exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. Even though I don't know what he's thinking, sometimes I'll get spot on with a guess, hmm. and I'll be like, that's what you're thinking about. He'll be like, oh, crap, yo, you really do know what I'm thinking. I got to be careful what I think around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like a while back, I remember, like, I went upstairs, I snuck upstairs to go use the bathroom, and I seen him doing something. Like, he was on the iPad playing games. He was supposed to be reading Quran. And then I went downstairs. He didn't even notice me. And I was like, Saeed, I know exactly what you're doing every time you go upstairs. He's like, No, you don't. What was I doing? I'm like, you are using your iPad instead of reading Qur'an. Yeah. And he was like, No, I wasn't. And I was like, I saw you. You were sitting in this position. You were under the, you were you were you you're next to the bed. You were doing this and that. And and he's like, Yo, you really do know everything. I was like, I got cameras all over the house. I know exactly what you're doing. So now he like <laughs> I kind of tried that experiment on him and he knows exactly like he's always watching himself. Like so I, right now when I call home sometimes I'm like Saeed, I know what you're doing. Read your Quran. He's like, oh crap, yo, I gotta do that. Like he's, he's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta reveal to him soon. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell him real soon that I'm not really doing that. Cause that could mess him up psychologically in the future. I can't let that happen. <laughs> but, but yeah, like that's an example of like the thought police is all in your head.
0: When, when do you tell him is the question?
2: Probably when I tell him Santa isn't real.
0: <laughs> you no, still I mean, believe I'm that? Kidding. He, he
2: already knows. He knew in kindergarten he actually ruined a bunch of white kids' dreams
1: telling them Santa wasn't real. Uh, sh- which is sad.
0: Did you ever do that, You sad. seem like the type to tell, to tell them your, your fellow kindergarten <laughs> Well,
1: that Santa isn't real. Yeah,
0: you're like the guy that'll kill
1: their that dreams. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I was the guy at the front of the line. You're encouraging I was like, he is real. <laughs> <laughs> you're the guy
2: sitting on Santa's lap. Huh? I, I, I was the busy arranging
1: yo. maps how to get to the North Pole. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> you had the coloring books and everything, yo. Know, yeah. Santa, what are you saying, yeah? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, in terms of like, yeah, so yeah, I think I agree. It is sort of a mind game, but yeah, I, I found yeah. it because it because it, it kind of plays around with the idea that some. He's like, there's one point where he's like, can you believe that these guys are, like just swallowed this idea in 24 hours that a whole like bit of history just changed because they they can rewrite history by just um, deleting it off the Uh, newspapers and stuff basically and he's like these guys can Mm -hmm. actually believe that this all this history got swallowed that that, that all this history just got changed just like that and then suddenly that is history the edited version is a fact and then he's like what are these people actually dumb enough to believe this and then he's like yeah maybe they are and i was like yo like it it is kind of mad because like imagine you get to that point where you can brainwash people in such a way that they can just accept any idea that you present them the
2: thing is it happens It happens in the end of the book It happens to Winston You know like the, the brainwashing the fear Because when it's realized When the fear is It, it becomes a, a thing that's in your life constantly You can tell If you if you control the fear You can tell that person 2 plus 2 equals 5 And they'll believe it mm. Just off the fact that they fear you so much So this whole thought police idea The, the more they fear you The more they'll end up believing it I think I think, a, I think we should really discuss The real life example of this North Korea um, I don't know if it's like this at all, or completely like this, but I've seen some of the like the tours in North Korea. There's there's like they they built a whole fake city. Yeah, I saw that. So so that they can so the South Koreans would look in their in their in their little uh, their binoculars and be like, yo, oh, what's going on? It's a real city. Like people are fake working and all this stuff. This concentration camps it. in South Cor- in yeah. North Korea. Um, so yeah, I, I've actually this is one of the things i want to do in the future i hope they don't hear this podcast that i'm disparaging yeah, I the government, but i do want to go on a, a trip to kim it just, and just experience it get a guided <laughs> i might get an audience with kim jong-un yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i don't know how we he... might we might be active yeah, so he's already contacted me about the podcast <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> yeah you got a lot of are you talking way too much bro i gonna need you to come down why are you so loud for <laughs> so it I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm the somali dennis rodman <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh yeah um but i i would love to go see north korea honestly it's, it's yeah. it, like it, it like it, it really intrigues me to see to see what's going on there mm. but um like yeah i wonder how those people are living their lives they, they probably really believe like i was told korea has their own like news channels in their own way like yeah. korea has never lost in the olympics or the world cup do you believe that <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well, they've never yeah. so like I mean, according to them they've never lost the world cup or the Olympics oh,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, that's what I, you know what I mean like, like Miroslav Klose Miroslav Klose is not the leading scorer in the world cup it's some other guy from some park guy from, from North Korea like they, they have their own thing that happens you know what I mean
0: I remember when they, they, they in the world cup there was two world cups ago I think when Portugal beat them like 7-1 or something and then they yeah. they they basically withdrew from the tournament. They said, Yeah, these guys are not playing football again. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love basketball over there now. by
2: the way. They they, they 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 totally adore basketball. Yeah, um, I love the Asians. Dennis Rodman always goes there. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's because um, uh, Kim Jong-un like grew up in like Europe and he was a yeah, big flash
2: uh, game in
0: America as well. I, I
2: read a story I read a story about Kim Jong un when he was younger and his father Kim Jong il and his mother actually tried to sneak into Disneyland. Oh, um, so, uh, using fake names and fake IDs and everything, they, it didn't work out. They were like, "Yo, Korea, you gotta get out of here." Yeah, it. you
1: know <laughs> what was mad it, yeah. was <laughs> it was when I think it was King John Un that killed his uh, estr- estranged brother. Yeah. And the way that did you see I the th- video? I thought it was his uncle. I, I mean, don't he, know who. He, I think he, he killed, it killed it his uncle. Or was it? So it was like a family yeah, member. He, they he I sent
2: dogs on them or something. No,
1: nah, it was not. Nah, I'm talking about a one where this lady like approached them in the airport. And then like put this like clothing which had like some like chemicals in there, oh, yeah, and yeah. just killed them off like hours later. But
0: it might have just been one of the yeah. many assassinations I heard from. <laughs> <One>
1: <laughs> of the many. Yeah, but that one was nuts, though. Yeah. So imagine, like, imagine like you're at the airport. No, like, this a is a real life example
2: of, of what this book is pretty much us yeah. like North Korea. Yeah, when but I
0: was when I was reading it, I was literally just like relating it back to some of these countries, like, e.g., North Korea. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to say too much, but you might not catch me in the next episode of this podcast. <laughs> 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 the thought police, might be coming yeah, to you, they come, bro. Man, they Keep hit. your thoughts safe, yeah. If you hear a knock at any point, <laughs> you
1: know what happened, man. Uh, you know what's funny? <laughs> I saw, I saw, I don't know where well, I saw it on, but North Korea, when they had, like, their voting thing. Yeah. Kim Jong-un won it by, like, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just wondering, who was the other guy? Was there even like someone trying to attempt to take his place? That's
0: the thing. In this book, about it was
2: it was it was Kim Jong Un versus Jim Kong Un. It was like it was him, like another version
1: of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, just, an, he just he just put an on a wig. <laughs> 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 it was like to a picture, it's like a picture of him
2: smiling and a picture of him <laughs> frowning. So they were yeah. like. We want happy. <laughs> we want happy, not sad. The happy one,
1: the happy one probably won. Yeah. The happy one, yeah. <laughs> the
2: happy one probably won.
0: But yeah, it, it relates back to the book as well. In terms of the dictator, he's considered. He's called the big brother. So he's like the ever seen, like the all-seeing eye. Basically, he's like he can see everything that's going on, and he, he, he all the all the historical facts are, are like tailored so everything that he's done is correct. Like he's predicted everything right. He's all done. He's made all the right decisions. But then, um, and they're feeding this to the people of the. the uh, society like every day through their screens basically. And yeah, they
1: even have what
0: a two-minute hate. Yeah, this is what I'm getting to. Sorry. So they also have this thing where there's a counter um, or like the the rival of the dictator basically called Goldstein, and he's meant to be like the he's meant to be like the enemy of the state. Basically, he's meant to be like the biggest yeah. guy that's like that might be revol- like re- revolting against the the big brother. And Aaron um, and they they like they have a two-minute hate hate section of their day every single day to so just hate on that guy They're absolute haters <laughs> but yeah these guys are professional haters but um, yeah,
2: i think i think that was probably one of the mistakes to have that villain in the story i think that was one of the mistakes that big brother made in in, in terms of the story because that kind of gave hope to people like winston to fight against the government because if you like for example a, one way to a, one way to, i think i'm not i'm not critiquing big brother because i'm not i'm not supporting big brother or anything like giving him some constructive criticism though i think it would have been better for him to handle the situation by not even acknowledging the fact that there's anyone out there that's a rebel but hold on because
0: then that would let me give my thoughts but Go what ahead. if goldstein is a fake character as well and he's been put in that position to give people hope and to let them try things so those people that have the idea that they want to revolt they get outed out basically so they can be seen a bit more clear so they can then be eliminated and then... By, like by, a yeah, so the process of elim- elimination Ooh, where yeah. all these guys are getting killed one by one it's until the whole level. society is literally just a robot. That's yeah. my theory. but
2: the thing is they don't get killed. Because what you find out with Winston is they brainwash him so much...
0: Exactly. ...that... The same thing, isn't it? Pretty much, they killed yeah. Him himself. Yeah.
2: So now, so now the society is just p- filled with people past the breaking point. Exactly. Just obedience.
0: And that's what big brother wants. So I think that gold scene character, that, that, ah. revolution, that revolutionist character, he's uh, I think he's uh, another mind game as well. But
2: Yo, that's one. That's, mind
0: that's blown really, right that's now, really huh? Blown.
2: Yeah, my word. Yeah. you. you you're you're open you're you opening my mind to some to some things right now, man. I, I appreciate. Yeah. This How do you know
1: Mo is a big brother? <laughs> Whoa, yeah, big he's, brother! He's trying to big mess us up big right Big brother's up. in a podcast, man. Look at that.
0: He opened up a podcast. <laughs> what, what, did, 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 did you get your rupees worth of knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: yeah no it's it's perfect it's perfect
0: <laughs> all right so yeah uh, uh, that's what my theory is and i think it i think it makes sense because the fact is that um winston the main character he's thinking about all these like um all these revolting thought like he's thinking about like revolting against the society basically yeah but mm-hmm. he's thinking that because he was born in a time when that society wasn't created you know and he like he, the only evidence that he has that it was a different society before was his memories. And they're trying to brainwash him of his memories. And I think um, that all these people born before the society was established are all the people that can potentially destroy the society. So all these people are being baited out and trying to be controlled and brainwashed. And I think that's the, that's the aim of Big Brother first so yeah i think that's that's why they the the main character was winston and that's why they focused on yeah
2: this might be a little dark but i think i think everyone who's born before society started Mm. should just be marked yeah it's like just have it's like put them all in breeding camps make them have kids god you know
1: but um, make
2: the strongest make sure make sure you do some some selection as well make the strongest breed with the strongest Mm. then afterwards pick all the kids Let them live. Mm. Then, all the old people Mm. just 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 kill them off.
1: I think that's what happens in like The Giver.
2: That's like how (laughs) The Giver. Then it'll be then it'll be much easier to just brainwash these people because they're just born in the system. They they don't know nothing else. It's like The Matrix, you know. Like like there's a there's a difference between those who're were born before the machines took over. Uh, you guys watched The Matrix, right? There's, there's, there's a difference between the ones born on the outside and
0: if you didn't, if you didn't watch it, I think you should have just ended the call there. If we said no, to that you should have just cut yeah, the ties. Yeah, I
2: was, I was, I was very ready to hang up, but I gave you guys <laughs> a chance.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we watched it. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: wa- I, 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 I watched The Matrix so many times. I, w- I have like, uh, a, a of of trilogy viewing. <laughs> I have no. 100. I I would love. That's actually a very good idea. I might do that. my my india room is like very blue and boring i might i might just paint it green and black and just like put neo and like start writing weird inscriptions on the walls my roommate will think i'm mad though
0: well yeah there's a lot of weird concepts in the book man and i don't know i I feel like uh, there were a lot of the book was very descriptive i think the whole book there was a lot of words that were not needed but they were there to describe the world to you and make sure that you're very clear in your understanding of like how, how uh, corrupt this world was. But yeah, um, overall thoughts on the book? Did you enjoy it?
2: <laughs> you want to give a rating on the book? Is that what you just said? Uh, don't, I
0: don't do do ratings. Go Maybe for it. Does. Go for it. Give a rating. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the book overall? Did you like it? You like
2: it? My thoughts on the book overall. You read again? It's, it's, a, it's a very bad book to force someone to read. Yeah. Uh, to, so I'm going to just say that to my high school teacher. Don't make me write a book. I don't make me read and, and and write pages about a book, but I like analyzing books, mm. and this book is, is a very... I'm not a huge political guy, uh, um, so I'm not a fan of like the political sphere, but it was a very interesting read because it kind of puts you in this world, like the point of view that it's written from, Winston, mm. Falling in Love, this kind of world, it's like... It, it, uh, I just, I just like the idea of being immersed in a different world. Mm. And the writer is a very good writer. I mean, he, the, way, the way that he describes it, mm. even though I've never been to London, or, you know what I mean, it kind of it makes me feel like I'm a Brit. It feels like I can put an S at the end of my
1: mm.
2: nickname. Uh, Chowder's coming soon. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I love the book. I think um, if I were to give it a rating, on a scale of like ten. one to ten, I'd one probably six. make it like an eight.
0: Oh god! I knew it was gonna be eight. Eight is a good number. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a shush. lot of
2: things are eights. Uh, a lot man. of people people got mad at me for rating things for rating things eights when they're very solid. Like solid to me is eight. I can't go ten because that's like I've never seen a ten before. Yeah, that's why. Only I, god, that's god is perfect. That's exactly what I was Only saying Only God last is perfect.
1: God's sake. There's me. nothing that's really a There's ten. The smoke. I was trying a to nine, get
2: up to me. A for nine nine is like a nine is like kind of annoying. You know, like you could have picked ten. Dude. Come
0: on. So dude. In but your eight op- eight is perfect. <laughs> so in your opinion, you've never read a ten book in your life. I've I've read one I've read one ten book okay, in my so life. So how how come you said you've read a ten book, but before you said there's, there's such a thing as tens.
2: No, I'm saying I can't just give out tens like I'm saying like you can't just pass out yeah,
0: ten, just like you just ten.
2: So so like when I do use a ten, it's like a a very special occasion. Exactly. There's only been one book that that I've ever read you that was Break
1: out the ten on special moments. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> but yeah, so, so what book was that then?
2: So like
0: Come on now, it's the Quran. Oh, come on!
2: That's ten out of ten. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Quran, Quran, Quran cannot be rated. It it breaks every scale. But the book that I read that was a ten was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. I actually, I actually love that
0: book. You're gonna do that Um, first, actually. I decided to change my mind.
2: Yeah, I know because we talk too much about black people. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like <laughs> they get enough like
1: attention <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. It's he, he, he's, he's throwing us onto the train with him <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no, 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 no No, 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 no Okay, okay, okay No, I don't want, I don't want a girl on Twitter with glasses That, that has a septum yeah. piercing to come at me on, right. Twitter, I love <laughs> I think the representation is amazing That's <laughs> weird, do your um, thing <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah when it he said that I'll clear book. it up in the, in the past few episodes we've, we've done a lot of books focused on like back history and things like that and we want to kind of move away from that just a little bit just to make sure that people don't feel excluded in any way you know so you yeah, don't have like a bias yeah, you and can't
2: be you can't be too redundant I, I like that I like that yeah. you can't be
0: too redundant yeah so yeah yeah it was an
2: amazing book man
0: by Ushimaki.
1: I'll mean, give me. it an eight as well. What do you want? You know what? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna do am uh, I'm gonna do a game every week where I predict Sharmunky's school and I reckon I'll get those predictions nine times out of ten. No, eight eight <laughs> is like that's what start you doing can, that, uh, man. I'd, I'd love to see yeah, that. Yeah, we're doing that from next. <laughs> a
2: lot of people, a lot of people got mad at me for rating things eight. Like like one time, I, like I, what, what do you guys ra- so not to drag back to like that one episode that you guys already did, but about Black Panther uh, the movie, what did you guys rate it? What do you
1: think? I can't remember. How I rated it, but I'll rate it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. It's gonna be an eight. <laughs> <laughs> for me,
2: for me, it was a solid. It was a solid seven and a half or eight. Well, that, I was like eight point five. I'll give it eight point five. The movie, the movie wasn't. To be honest, the movie wasn't that good. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drag this episode any longer. But I'm just. I'm gonna just close with the fact that. If you want to fight me and argue with me, come through. First he said, uh, first he said Panther, we don't want to talk about black people. Black now Panther he said Black Panther's alright. not that good. Black Panther wasn't that good. If you <coughs> want to fight me, come through and fight me, fam. I'm here. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna, gonna made a
0: billion. I'm going to do a double think and keep my opinion neutral. <laughs> 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 nah. Hey.
2: I can't, I can't ruin, I can't really the good name of Inspire Reads by, <laughs> by with all my anti-blackness. Uh, so man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it to my, to myself for now. Uh, yeah. You do that.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, what are you saying is eight. Shemaki. What about you? It's an eight. Uh, Shemaki, I don't think you have any other. <laughs>
1: uh, I feel like with a nine is like that's great. Like nah. I'll give Inception a nine. Would you guys read this book again? Would I read it again? Yeah. Nah.
2: That's nah, a one-time it's a it's a one-time <laughs> yeah. read for me it's yeah, a right one-time read for me <laughs> i
1: feel like maybe the second
2: time i'll, I'll get more oh. but i mean i it w- it w- i had to read it so i could be prepared for this episode but that yeah. was the only reason like i was gonna go off just my memory of high school mm. but yeah,
0: no nah, that's how yeah, I, I base like my jokes. that's how i base my um re- reviews on uh, is the the reread like the like the re-readability re-read- factor of it. Like if I if I want to go back to it again at any point, for what I recommend it to people. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: There's not many books I would reread, honestly. There's not many books I would read. Nah,
0: there isn't. But there are. We, we're actually there. planning on doing an. Uh, well, I haven't touched Mark yet, but I'm I'm, I'm planning to. start <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting an week. episode <laughs> a month where we we'd go and do like throwback books, like the first book of Harry Potter, the first book of Game of mm-hmm. Thrones, and how it how it panned out in the. In the, in the like how it panned out over time and how how we feel about it now, like to oh, see wow, that's dope. to see if that's it's dope. like the to see if it's only good because of nostalgia and yeah, so we're, we're planning on doing that as well. But mostly for me, it's about would I read would I read it again, yes or no, or would I recommend it to someone, yes or no. I I would do, I would recommend it to someone to read it one time. But no, I'm definitely not rereading it. So if I was to give it a number, I'll give it a seven. <laughs> I'll give it a a 7. I wouldn't wouldn't
2: recommend this book to anyone, but you know what I would do? I would fly a plane over North Korea and just drop pages of the book to people. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Uh, (laughs) Just just
2: drop it for the airplane. I feel like that would be very unproductive.
1: I don't think they'll be able to read it. And and then they'll shoot (laughs) your plane down.
2: No, I'd translate that to North Korean. I don't know what language they speak over there.
0: what if they they take things the wrong way (laughs) yeah
2: if they take it the wrong way that's up to them but I'll be like this is the world I'd put like 1984 (laughs) and then I'd be like this is the world you guys are living in see if this see if this hits home see if this hits home and then and then they'll be like oh yo this is us right now we We gotta get out of here and they all swim oh, away and, and go to south I, korea i
0: think if you do that then you're, you're gonna be the subject of the two minute hate speech every day every day yeah and samsung yeah, you're gonna, yeah. gonna have that picture of you smiling
2: I, i'd love being a villain i I'd, I'd i'd adore being there, there's a lot of you know
0: yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of good in
2: There's
0: a lot of good in being a villain <laughs> all right, this guy, he's definitely showing his character today <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god i'm telling you that are, really, are you really in india for a good purpose <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh yeah i am in. i'm in india to, to get rid of it i'm in india to get rid of the caste system this is why i'm here
0: all right so i think we'll wrap it up there um thank you very much for coming yeah. on we enjoyed this uh, it's nice to, to see get your thoughts on poetry and, and different. Yeah, point no, of i definitely
2: enjoyed this bro i'd definitely mm. love to
0: come back yeah when you when you write that book yeah or when you're in the process of it even when you're like midway through <laughs> Yeah, we are actually interested. In any any other like aspiring writers? We, we always like to have those discussions, and yeah, it makes it a bit more enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for calling in from India. <laughs> we, the, the, oh the, yeah, bro. The logistics were interesting to set up, but yeah. Of we've also got two mics here. We finally invested in it, so hopefully uh, the audio quality will be like balanced, and people will enjoy it a bit more in that regard. And lastly, hopefully, hopefully. you want to plug anything?
2: I got I got two headphones. Oh yeah, let me let me put the plug on here. Yep. Um hopefully you guys can actually write it on like the yeah, we'll, when you guys post it like the the Twitter or whatever. Yep. But uh follow me on Twitter, Mohammed underscore chowder, M O H A M E D underscore I don't know how that's spelled. It's un- okay, underscore can you spell underscore is that what you're saying? H <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> key is that? Shift <laughs> j- minus shift minus and then on the shift phone it's like goodness. the little minus. thing you click on the thing. Anyway,
1: <laughs> Uh,
0: yeah. Alright, so uh, he's got his YouTube
2: channel. Uh underscore chatter. My YouTube channel is Mohammed Orsame. Yep. Um f- if you want to add me on Facebook,
0: oh, wow. um, I don't really you post much on there. But
2: you can and if you want to. He's
0: looking for a woman, that's what he is. It's
2: my whole it's my it's my full government name. If you figure that out. Uh,
1: you
0: go, just said your government name. Me. Yeah, you
1: just said it. <laughs> and you at the Mohammed Mohammed
2: beginning you said you don't government like having your government name up. Oh, oh, my government name that's the that's my fake American name. My real real name, like my mom dad, like you know what I mean. My father's 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 name. <laughs> if you know my FTIS, follow me. You know what I mean on Facebook. If you don't, you, then you don't. But yeah, if, you're, if you want uh, to add me on Snapchat, oh, let me let me put my Snapchat plug on there because I, 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 I hey I'm doing major things in India. I want you to see what I'm doing. I in
0: want India. to see
2: actually. I'll,
1: Snapchat. I'll hide,
0: I'll hide you as
2: well. Hey, my get it all out Muhammad there. W a r s a m e.
0: The other announcement we want to make this week is the giveaway So we announced the giveaway last week We're planning to give away some special items or items in April, early April So next week will be the final announcement And then we'll give away the goods to whoever wins, basically So last week we announced the first part of the giveaway So if you want to hear that, make sure you go and listen to that second part of the giveaway we're going to announce today So I'd like you to just... We'd like you to just uh, make sure you follow all our social pages. Make sure you like the podcast and drop a review. And then just share the podcast on your socials. And then let us know when you've done that. And hopefully you'll win. The final announcement will be made next week. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you go follow, subscribe on all platforms. Make sure you review the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we'll see you next week.